on Dachla on Beis. We're starting from the Mishnah on Laman Aleph on Beis. The Mishnah says at the bottom, Zeba b'chavisei v'zeba b'karasei. Oh, so trouble brewing. You have two people walking with Shusar Rabbim. One is carrying some kind of big jug, some kind of big barrel, and the other one is carrying a large piece of wood. Okay, so trouble brewing. In this case, in the ratio of the Mishnah, it sounds like they're walking towards each other. Okay, they're walking seemingly opposite sides. They're walking towards each other. And Nishbur, they bang into each other. And accident, accidents happen. And they bang into each other. And obviously the Kad, this is one of those Mishnahis that we mentioned that switches from Chavis to Kad. Right, this is the mission. It starts with Chavis, ends with Kad. This is one of the Mishnahis we quoted earlier. So, says the Gemara Potter, the Bala Kaira is Potter in this case. And the mission says the reason, and we'll have to see the Gemara explain what it means. So the Zelah Rishos HaHalach, but Zelah Rishos HaHalach, Pashup Shad, it sounds like they're both allowed to be walking there. And if they're both allowed to be walking there, you can't be Mechaev me for breaking something of yours. Now, it's a difficult Svar, because we've already said that for Einstein, you're Chayev anyway. So why don't you have to be more careful when you're walking with Shosh Hold on, let the Gemara explain this Svar, and we'll see more details. What about a case where they're not walking towards each other, but they're walking together? So they're walking in a row. They're walking in the same direction. So the person with the big piece of wood is walking on it with the wood on his shoulders first. And he's going behind him. Now, as we said yesterday, you have to leave enough room when you're driving or walking to make sure you don't crash into the person in front of you. Okay. And therefore, if everybody continues at the same speed, then there should be no accident. What happens over here in Nishbar, Chavis Bekaira, the guy behind with the Chavis walks a little bit faster, he speeds up, and he walks directly into the person with the Kaira in front of him. So, Potter, Balakari, is Potter. I didn't do anything. I was just walking around in Rishasarabim like I'm normally supposed to be. You decided to go faster and come into me. Not my problem. I'm totally Potter. But, Vim Ahmad, if he decides, the Balakara decides to stop in Rishul Sarabim, and then he smashes into him, then Balakara Chayev. But, as we explained yesterday, if he warns him, puts on his hazard lights, and says, I'm about to stop, then we say, you're going to report it. Now, we mentioned yesterday, this is the more mission we had quoted yesterday, it depends why he stopped. If he stopped like Katev, just to readjust, that's fine. He, that's not a problem. That's a normal thing. If he st- our Mishnah Gemara explained yesterday, here we're starting where he's stopping Lafush. He's going to unload all his packages, which is something you should not be doing in Rishul Sarabim. Then you're going to be Chayev, unless, of course, you warn the person behind you. What about the opposite side of the Mishnah? So what about if the Chavis guy was first and the Kara guy was behind him? So again, if they're all walking at the same pace, nothing should happen. The person with the Kara starts walking faster and he bumps right into him. So then he's going to be Chayev. But if the Bala Chavis stopped and then the Bala Kara smashes into him, then you're going to be Potter. Why are you stopping? Again, same question. Why did he stop? If he stopped like Katev, that's what that's a normal thing. If he stopped Lafush, that's an abnormal thing. Lachar the same idea. If he tells him, Hey, I'm about to stop, and he warns him, puts on his hazard lights, then the Balakara should have paused as well, and he's going to be Chayv. V'chein, says the Mishnah, Zeba B'nei Zeba Pashtana. Same idea if it's different types of Mazik and Hezek. If one's carrying a big bundle of hay and one's carrying a fire, again, in a safe way normally, that wouldn't be a problem, but then they stop and start and bump into each other. So the Mepharshim say this could be either, the Kiddush of this last piece could be on either side. On one hand, why are you walking with a fire in Rishasram? Maybe you should be more Chayv. The other hand, Pishtun is very flammable. You shouldn't be walking with Rishasram with Pishtun because it's so dangerous to catch on fire. So there could be reasons to be Mechaev or, say, Potter on either side. Skrashman and Mishra has the same exact structure as the Halacha as the Rish. Does it make a difference if it's night or day with the fire? Look, you're allowed to have a fire there if it's a safe way. We're not putting on a fire on the floor. You're walking with a fire. Walking with a fire is fine. 
Says the Gemara, interesting shayla. Boimine, and we'll bring a ride for our Mishra. Boimine, Rabbi Rav Nosem Rehuna. Hamazik is Ishtev Tashma Shabita Mahu. Okay. So if a person has some sort of a violent action during Tashma Shabita with his wife and she gets injured, she gets injured. And whether she has to go to a doctor or whatever it is, she gets injured. Can she sue him in Bezdin for Nezik? So now, Chimim the covered Pater. On one hand, it was totally Rishos. She was a participant in the activity here as well. She allowed him to do it. And therefore, it's just considered either a regular Aynis or even more than an Aynis because here she asked him to have Tash Rishamit. That's for, considered for her, I know, as well. And therefore, he's totally Pater. Over here, that's only up to a certain point. If he's Peshea, if he's too violent, then maybe in a he would be Chayef. So Malais, he said, look, how you can bring a raya from our Mishnah. Because our Mishnah said about the two people walking with Shusarab, in the first case in our Mishnah said, Shalazera Shusahalak, Mazela Shusahalak. If they're both allowed to be there, it's Mashmur the Mishnah, they're totally potter. If I'm allowed to be walking and you're allowed to be walking, I'm potter for any damage I caused to you. See, so also, the husband's allowed to be there, he's involved in an activity he's allowed to be involved in, she actually wants him to be involved in. So any damage he causes, the Chayesh be potter, just like the first case in our Mishnah. So I'm a Rav. A Rav says, you obviously misunderstood the first case of our mission. I'll prove it to you. Kaval Chaymer from the Halacha of a Ritzach B'Shegig. The Pasuk says, Ritzach B'Shegig, V'Rashay Yovay Yisrael Bayar. Two people meet in the forest. Lachtav Eitz, and V'Nit Chayyadi Begaz, and Lichra Yisrael Eitz, V'Nashal Abarazim and Eitz, and a person's chopping wood, and a piece of wood goes flying out. V'Matzah Yisrael, V'Meishu, Yonas Lachas, Harma, Adal Chayyad, and you have to run to Ari Miklat. So you are considered responsible for an accidental murder. Now, even though they're both in a yar, a yar is a public area, they're both allowed to be there. So says Rav, I don't understand. In a forest, by the case of Ritzicha B'Shegik. They're both allowed to be in a forest. It's a totally public area. And, and, and even then, the Torah says, It's as if you went into a person's house and killed him. Obviously, B'Shegik, not amazing, but you killed him. And you held responsible and you have to run to Ari Miklot. So here, if you actually go into her Rishos, the man is in her room, in her bed, whatever it is, of course he's going to be responsible. So therefore, says Robert, the fact that you're allowed to be there is not an automatic patur. And therefore, you should be chayev when a person's mazik his wife in such a situation. Wait a second, what is our Mishnah talking about? Our Mishnah said that if they're both walking with Shosram and they're banging into each other, you're putter. So this is not like Rava. How does Rava read the Mishnah? So how does he read our Mishnah? It says, Rava, I'll tell you, it's a fundamental difference. Over there, they're both allowed to be there, and they both contributed to the Hezek equally. Right? When there's an accident, when again, nobody's stopping, just, just stuff happens, they're walking towards each other, just banging into each other. You cannot blame one more than the other. And therefore, this is a rule we've said throughout the Masechta, that if you can even blame the Nizik partially, then the Mazik is off the hook. So therefore, the way Tyson says, when it says in our Mishnah, the Iker is not that they're both allowed to be there. According to Abba, it makes no difference that they're really allowed to be there. The Iker is that they both contributed to the Hezek. And if they both contributed to the Hezek, that's when you're going to be Potter. Tyson actually explains that the reason it says is not focusing on the Rishos part, it's focusing on the Lahalach part, that they were both walking at a normal speed, as opposed to if they were running, which we'll see in the next Mishnah in a second. If they were running, then it might be different. But if they're both walking at normal speed, the fact that they're both allowed to be there is not necessarily a point, according to Rava. The point is that they both contributed to the Hezek. That's where you're going to be Potter. But of a Hacha, by the case of a Maisa Bia, Iyukavid Maisa, he loy. 
Right? I'm sorry, let's leave Eli. He don't come to He was the one doing the Maisevia. He caused the damage. She did not contribute to this at all. So remember, he lies, so she's not, you tell me she's not involved in the Maisevia. If it was a Maisevia business, they both get Chiyav Misa. And we talked about in the case of the Gemara and Sanhedrin, a few other places, about Yarik Val Yavar, if she's considered Karka Oilam, she's not an active participant. But clearly for Chiyav Misa, Right when she does a ma'aseh nus be'iser, clearly there is she's considered an active participant. The Torah says she's an oisais. So therefore, in that case, we should also say that the husband is putter for any hezik because they're both active participants, and therefore it's quote unquote partially at least her fault. Says Manah. Hanolich of ayuislu iu ma'isu dukovit. In terms of the hana, they both get enough from the ma'asebiyah, and therefore the Torah says in terms of ilchus nus and arayis, she's going to be chayiv for getting hana. But in terms of who actually, and therefore the Torah considers it ke'ilu amaisa. But in terms of Dine Hezek, obviously he physically is the only one doing a pa'ula. And if he's the only one physically doing a pa'ula, then this is not like a case of our Mishnah where they're equal. This is a case of unequal, and therefore, it's, and therefore this is more similar to the case of the Ritzich Meshagig. Obviously by Ritzich Meshagig, only one of them is chopping wood. When one person is active and the other one is passive, that person is more considered, obviously, the Mazik and he's responsible. Whereas when they're both walking equally, like in our Mishnah, that's when Yitak are going to be put. Okay, now let's move on to, that's the first case of the Mishnah. So therefore we've clarified, now the first halach of the Mishnah is not because they're allowed to be there, rather it's because... They both are, are equal participants. Now let's move on to the next case in the Mishnah. Hayabalakar Rishon. Amar Shlakish. Rishlakish comes along and tells us two halakas, which we've already learned Rishlakish a few times before in the Masech. Shtei pars, Rishon Sarabim. Two par animals are walking Rishon Sarabim. Achas, Rivutzav, Achas, Malachas. One of them decides unexpectedly and inappropriately to sit down in Mel Rishon Sarabim. He crouches down in Rishon Sarabim, which he shouldn't be doing. The other one is continues walking. So now, obviously, this creates some, some conflict. So, bata mahalachis barvutza. If the one who's walking kicks the one who's lying on the ground, he's potter. He can't have any damage he caused because, as we said, this is bachavashinaba. One person does something mishuna, and that causes the other one to respond. So, the person who responds, in this case, the animal, is going to be potter. Revutza mahalachis, if, and the way the Pineshu explains this, if that one who's on the ground now kicks back, right? He shouldn't be lying on the ground. So the Mahalakas one kicks him. And now the Ravutza kicks back, so then he's going to be chayev. The Ravutza has no right to kick back. He has no right to do anything over here. So this is where Rishakash told us two halachas. Halacha number one, that the Mahalakas is putter for kicking the Ravutza. And halacha number two, that the Ravutza is responsible if he kicks back. Now, let me say, why are we bringing this? Because the we bring a riot from our mission, which is a similar case. Remember, our mission is talking about someone who stops walking in Mover Shasarabin, which is similar to an animal that's Ravutza. So what does our Mishnah say? It says, Hoya Balakar Rishon, if the Balakar is walking first with his piece of wood, the Balakavas Achrain, and the Balakavas walks into him, Shonishbarachavas Bakar is Potter. You shouldn't have walked into my piece of wood. Vim Ahmad, if the Balakar stops walking unexpectedly in Mobashusarabim, then Balakar is Chayiv. So what do we see? Vahacha de Kuravutza Vimalakastami. The Balakar, by stopping, he's equivalent to the Ravutza. It's like the second case that Shlokish just mentioned, where the one who's sitting on the ground now kicks back. Here also, the Balakara, by stopping, has caused damage to the Chavis and his Chayev. So the Chayev, our mission is a riot through Shlokish's Halacha. The Katari Chayev. says the more, you're totally misconstruing these two cases. There's no comparison. V'tizbra, you think you're bringing a raya to Rish Lakish Mishnah? Not only is it not a raya, it's actually a Mishnah as a kasha on Rish Lakish. Why? Time of the bota. 
Our Rishlaka says that if the one lying on the ground kicks the one that's walking by, he's chayef. What if he doesn't kick him? He just, the person, the one that's walking, trips and gets hurt on the one that's lying on the ground. It's not for Rishlaka, should be putter in that case. You should have seen my animal lying on the ground. Yes, he doesn't belong sitting there. And if you kick me, I'm put, you're a putter. But if I kick you, I'm chayef. But if there's no kicking involved. If it just my animal lies down in the middle of the ground, the Rishos Arabim, it's mashma from Rishlakish, that if it then causes damage by tripping, it's going to be putter. And our Mishra says, Our Mishra, the Balakura didn't bang into the Balakavis, right? He just stood still, and it happened by itself. So according to our Mishnah, even in the case where the Ravutza lied on the ground and the Malachas fell over him, he should be chayef. And Rishlakish didn't say chayef in that case. Says the Gemara, you're right, but there's a difference in the case. Masnis and the Paschalor In our Mishnah, we're talking about whether he was carrying a huge piece of wood that covered the entire width of the Rosh Hashanah. And therefore, when he stops, he's totally going to be, you know, wide load, wide body, whatever. He's totally responsible because he blocked the whole Rosh Hashanah. What do you want him to, what do you want the person behind you to do? He has nowhere to go. In the case of Rosh Lakish, he, he sat down on the ground. On one side, he covered the right side of the Rishos The other animal should have walked around him. So if he kicks him, well, you don't belong kicking me. But if he just trips over him, well, don't trip over, just go around. Okay? So there, Now, we discussed before, Taisa had mentioned earlier, we said by a person, a person doesn't look where he's walking. But we said animals, Taisa says, does look where they're walking, do look where they're walking. Therefore, an animal should have walked around and not fall into him. If he kicks him, that's a different story. But if he doesn't kick him, not. So we don't have a raya Two Rish Lakish from our Mishnah, but it's not a Kasha from our Mishnah either. They're talking about two totally different cases. Oh, why didn't you say a, a, a human being doesn't look around? Gemara had said before that a human being does not look down. It looks up. Right. Okay, but an animal looks down, Taisa said. Why should be a difference if he kicks him? He should have gone the other way anyway. I know, but if he kicks him, then obviously there was, there was a conflict. I was trying to go around, then you stuck out your foot and kicked me. Right? I was trying to go around, then you started up. That's a different story. El safer must be said Rishlakish, but the safer Mishnah would be a right to the other Allah of Rishlakish. The Ketani it says in the safer Balak of Rishlakish, if the guy with the vow is going first, Balak Karachman is coming behind him. Vinish Barachavis, but Karachayev him Abad Balakavis, Potter. If the Balakavis stopped and then he ran into him, so why'd you stop him? It's not my fault. This is the same case as the first case of Rishlakish. The Ravutza just stops him over Shasarabim, and I walk in, I am allowed to kick him, he said. I'm allowed to kick him for get out of my way in the middle of Shasarabim. So this is here also. When the Balakhavis stops, the Balakhavis could just walk into him. Same exact structure. But Katani Potter. So again, not Lavdaf because it's the same case. Masnis and the Kiyurche Kamasagi. And our Mishnah, the Balakhavis didn't purposely walk into the Balachavis. Balachavis stopped. Balachavis just kept on walking and banged into him. Reish Lakish said a new svara. Reish Lakish svara was that the Balachavis is a lot of kick the Ravusa. That's a lot worse than just walking into him. So as we said earlier, we said such a svara. You're allowed to walk over me and if you trip, fine. Who said you have a right to kick me? Reish Lakish was a Machadish, you have a right to kick that we don't necessarily see on the mission. We actually had a svar before, I think it was with BAC, who said you have no right to kick him. Avoid him, go around him, but who says you have a right to kick him? And therefore, both these halakas, the first 
part of Rishakosh's statement. And the second part of Rishakosh's statement seem like they're in our Mishnah, but Lamais, our Mishnah is two totally different halachas. And our Mishnah, we don't see you without a kick. And our Mishnah is only talking about the Rishus Rabbim is totally blocked. So we have no right from our Mishnah to anything to do with Rishakosh. Continues the Mishnah. That, the first show, the first mission we talked about was talking about they were walking with Shusha Rabbim. Whatever if they're running. Shnaim Shem Malachim with Shusha Rabbim, two people were there with Shusha Rabbim, Echad Rachts, it's Mahalach. One was running and one was walking at a normal pace. Oi, Shishnaim Rachts, everybody was running. Vezik was Ezer, says the Mishnah, Shnaim Peturim. They're both Potter. It's Mashmar from this Mishnah that running is a normal activity with Shusha Rabbim. And if running is a normal activity with Shusha Rabbim, so then again, that's a normal, I'm allowed to do it. You should expect that I'm a mad runner or in our, in our vernacular, a crazy driver. And that's just the way it is. And you have to be defensive when you're going in with Shusarabim because everyone could be doing all kinds of crazy things in terms of speed. Says the Mormons, this is like Isi ben Yehuda. That's a big chiddush. That's not like Isi ben Yehuda. The son of Isi ben Yehuda driver rots chayef. Someone who runs in Shusarabim and causes damage, he is chayef. That's not the normal way you're supposed to be walking with Shusarabim. Says the no. But, not yo, hold on. That's different. Everybody runs. Erev Shabbos Ben Shabbos. Why? The Gemara is going to explain in a second. The Shuratz Parashus. Not only is everybody running, but that's a normal thing and it actually might be encouraged. Hold on, we'll see in a second. So the Chara Mishnah is not like Yisim Ben Yehuda. According to Yisim Ben Yehuda, you're not supposed to be running with Shusrabim and if you do run and you cause damage, you're chayv. I'm Rabbi Yechanan, but wait a second. Halacha Yisim Ben Yehuda. Rabbi Yechanan, possibly Yisim Ben Yehuda, on the weekday, not allowed to run, on Shabbat, Erev Shabbos, you could. If one is running and he causes damage, he's potter. Of course, if they're both running, he's going to be potter. L-O-Y. How do you read the Mishnah? It's a chesuri mechsen. There's a piece missing. Elohi kamar. Echad ratzvech mahalach is potter. When memedvar memurim, be'ev Shabbos ben ashmoshes. Erev Shabbos ben Ashmosos, you're allowed to run, and if one of them is running, it's fine. If it's not Erev Shabbos, it's regular weekday, Echad Ratzvah, Mahalach is going to be Chayef. But Shneem Ratzim, Afil Bechal Paturin, if for some reason there's a stampede or something's going on, and on the weekday, and everybody's running, so if everybody's running, then you're Potter, then it becomes a din like Erev Shabbos. But in Echadami, our Mishnah, when it says you're Potter, if one is running, is only if it's Erev Shabbos, where it's expected he's going to run. Whereas if it's on the weekday, you shouldn't be running, unless for some reason everybody's running, that would be a different halach. Why are you running in Erev Shabbos? Uh, now, we all know the answer, but why are you running in Erev Shabbos? Some of them are, Why are you running in Shabbos? Why are you running in Erev Shabbos? Why? So, we should go out and run, and run out. Okay, whether this means, well, we'll see So they throw in the word Shabbos. Shabbos is the Kalah. So you should go out. So there's basically three different ways to understand what this Gemara is saying. Some of Farshim say it actually means it's a mitzvah to run. That's what they used to say by the Arizal and Tzvate, when we have the Chodai, all those Kapatachtilim, we say, they used to go physically outside the base Medrash, 
out into the fields and run out into the fields to meet Kabbal Shabbos Malkus. The Rambam seems to say not like that. The Rambam seems to say it means running on Erev Shabbos to do your preparations so that you should be ready to be Kabbal Shabbos Benachas, like almost the opposite. Right? The Rambam says you should sit and be Kabbal Shabbos Benachas, run earlier in the day. So according to the Rambam, if you're running to get to the, to the herring store to buy some herring, you're putter. According to the first shot, you're not. You're only putter when you're running there. And the third shot is that you should be running Erev Shabbos so that you can be Kabbal Shabbos early. So you can Shabbos as early as possible. You're listening in the tunnel. So you can Shabbos as early as possible. So that's the, uh, so that's the idea of doing that. And Rabbi Yana, Mis'ate Fikoi, he would wrap himself up. Rashi and Shabbos says, wrap himself up in beautiful clothes. The Ramam actually says to wear a talis. Ramam's Mashri, they used to wear a talis when they used to be Mekabal Shabbos. Fikoi, Rabbi, boi, chalo, boi, chalo. Very good. Said, again, it depends on the nakuda of... What Ben Hashemashu is. Ben Hashemashu mean when you're going to shul, or does Ben Hashemashu mean your last little, uh, you know, to run to the, to the makolot by the mikvah because you forgot to buy wine. It just depends on which chat you're going with. Says the Mishnah, someone's chopping wood in Rosh Hashanah, which is obviously something you're not supposed to be doing. And a piece of the wood flies out into Rosh Hashanah, or it goes from your Rosh Hashanah to someone else's Rosh Hashanah, you're flying pieces of wood, or a saw, whatever it is. So Chayim, you've got to be responsible for the wood that causes damage to somebody else in all these situations. If you just said when you're chopping in your, in your house and it goes out to Rosh Hashanah, you know why you're responsible over there? Now, we've always said a person's high for all einsen. But over here, you're not the mazik necessarily. Like, you're causing the hezek. But lav you're chayv and einsen in a case where you cause a hezek when it's a piece of wood flying. So therefore, if you're chopping in your house and you know it's going out to the shusarabim, of course you're going to be chayv because you should know that there are people walking there. You shouldn't be chopping wood when there's people walking there. If you're chopping a shusarabim and it flies into a shusarabim, the shichirabim, lav is going to be somebody in their backyard. Maybe you're not chayv. Why are you chopping wood in Rosh Who gave you permission to go chop wood in Rosh And therefore, since the whole activity was started by Isser, then all the results of it, you're going to be chayef for you're allowed to chop wood in your own yard, theoretically. Maybe not chayv. So kamash when you chayv in both directions. If it said both these from Rishus Yachid Rishus Rabbim or from Rishus Rabbim Rishus Yachid, ha, you're chayv Mishum Neshchichir Rabbim. One, you're chayv because you should know this people there. You shouldn't have been chopping wood Rishus Rabbim. If you're chopping wood in your own backyard, which you're allowed to do, and it flies into your neighbor's backyard, which he's usually not there. Both reasons are leheter, aim aloy. So, Kamash Malar Mishra, in all these cases, your attack are going to be chayf. Now, it's not so simple. If you, strange b'risa, we have to figure out what the b'risa means. You walk into a carpentry shop. You walk into a carpentry shop where people are chopping wood all the time. You don't belong there. And a piece of wood comes flying out from when the guy's doing his work. And it hits you in the face. Now, Argirsa has the word here, umes. Take out the word umes, Taisa says. You'll see why in a second. So, Rasha says, you're going to be, the person who chopped the wood is putter. Right? You don't belong there. You don't belong there. You get hurt. You're put. The, the, the mazik is put. If you're allowed to be there, then you're going to be chayef. 
Now, what is the case here? Did, are we talking about Chayev Mishum Hezik? Or are we talking about Chayev and the person dies and he's Chayev Golus Mishum Ritzech? No, you're definitely not amazing. You definitely are not a Ritzech, but amazing. The worst case scenario, you're a Ritzech, but Shagig maybe. So it says the Gemara. So I'm Rabbi Yaisi B'Chanina. Rabbi Yaisi B'Chanina says a statement, and we're going to have three different versions of Rabbi Yaisi B'Chanina's statement. I'm Rabbi Yaisi B'Chanina. Chayev in their Seifa, you're Chayev B'Dal Dvar. When it says you're Chayev, you are Chayev if there's a Hezik. If the person gets injured but does not die, then you're Chayev B'Dal Dvar. You're not going to be Chayev and Baishas because you aren't Mishav and Forts. You're not Chayev and Baishas. But everything else you are considered Chayev for. It's not considered a total Psh'inus. You're definitely somewhat of a Psh'ia. But you're Pater from Golis. If the person dies, you're talking going to be Pater from Golis. Why? He makes a Chiddush over here. So the Torah said, you're Chayev when, as we read, just read the Pasuk, if they're in the forest. Mashmah says Rabbi Yaisi, that you're only Chayev Golis if you kill somebody in a public area. If it's not a public area, if it's a private area, you're not going to be Chayef Gol. It's Kosev. Liyar. Liyar zed nichas v'shusev zed v'shusev nichas zed v'shusev nichas. In our case, you're in someone's house and therefore you're not going to be Chayef Gol. What's the ratio the Mishnah is talking about? So look at Rashi. Rashi says in the first small line, Chay Bedal Dvarim, Im Loi Meis, and that's why we take out the word Meis, Elohuzak, Nois Loi Tzai Ripoi V'shevest, Tavalei Peshev, Obayshe Sloi Denu Chayef Obayshe Tzitzchav. Now, what about the Reisha? The Reisha, when he came in Shalai Barashos, the Shalai Barashos, Potter Midal Dvarim, the Leka Pshia at all. And therefore, in that case, you're only going to be Aval Nezek Chayef. On that case, you're going to be Chayef Nezek. So now going back to read the Brisa, and we're talking over here now where the person did not die. So let's read the Brisa again. And he doesn't die. Potter on all the Chazekim, but you're Chayef on Hezek. Hezek, you're going to be Chayef for. But if Nichnas Bershus, then you chayiv for all the hezekim, not boishes. But, not, but for me, the golus, it's mashma. You're never going to be chayiv. Nezek yechayiv by einsin. Yes. It says potter on the dalad varim. That's how Rashi is reading it now. That's exactly how Rashi stresses it. You're potter from the dalad varim, the lekup shia. Avlan nezek yechayiv. That's how Rashi reads that line. Says the Gemara, Rav, Rav says, I don't say what you're talking about, Rabbi Yaisi. Yes, the Torah says you're talking about Yechayev for Ritzicha B'Shegeg in a yar. But it doesn't make sense to say it's only a yar. Says Rav, Rav, Kadol Chaymer. They're both allowed to be there. Still, the Torah says you're responsible. So for sure, if you, if I know you're there and you're and you're not, then you're, I should be responsible for your etzicha. How can I be potter for your etzicha? I understand what the pasuk says, but lamaisa we should make a kavachimer. Rather, Rava says you missed the point. So elam Rava, my potter begolus deloy sagile begolus. Rava says the issue over here is not that you're potter from golus. You only have an opportunity to go to Golis when you kill someone mamish b'shaygi. If you kill someone what we call kariv lemezid, then you can't go to Golis. Golis doesn't protect you. You're in trouble now because now the girl is going to hunt you down or you have nowhere to go to run to hide. There's nowhere to run. You've got to hide. You can't go to Ari Miklat. So says Rabbi, the point over here is not that you're not a, that you're a putter from Golis. The point is you're not allowed to go to Golis. It doesn't help you at all. You're shaking what we call shaking karev lemezid. How do you tell the beresh chenina? So if the person goes into your shus and he was there by shus and you know he's there, then you're shaking karev lemezid. You're going to be responsible. Wow. Says the new chiddush now. This is a lock we have not yet seen. That by Shaygei Karev Lamezid, there is no Din Golis. Says the Gemara, let's, let's look at some of the halakas related to that. Mesa Verava. 
Your Your job is to give Malkus to someone. Bezdin shots us up how much he's supposed to get. It's supposed to be up to 39 Malkus a person is supposed to get. And if he can't live through 39, he gets the whatever number divisible by 3 that he's able to get. So let's say he decides he's supposed to get 21. Okay. So the Shleach Bezdin is sitting there giving him Malkus, 21. And he hits him the 22nd time. And he dies. He has to go to Golas. Now, the Chaira, amazing. This is not like shaggy, like chopping wood. You hit somebody, and you know, says Obviously, if the Chazal said in the Bezdin, in this case, said he could only take twenty-one, and you gave him twenty-two, obviously, you know, he might die from that twenty-second hit that you're giving him. So you are a shagig carved lamazid. And yet the bright the Mishnah says, the Bryce says you go to Golas. So you see, not like Ravaz Yisoid. Over here it was an accident. They miscounted. Right? The guy miscounted. And therefore he didn't do it on purpose thinking he could survive and it's a shagig carved lamazid. Hipposhit made a mistake in the count, and therefore that is a regular shagig. Rabbi grabbed his shoe, banged his shoe on the table. He said, I'm a lay, Atu, who money? He's the one who's counting? The Godel says, Get him. One of the members of the Bezdin themselves counts. He says, What are you up to? Number three. And then he says, Hit. So, what are you blaming this guy? So, we're talking about where the Dain himself made a mistake in the accounting. Now, is the Dain himself responsible? That's a very interesting question. Do you say, do we hold the Dayanum responsible, yes or no? But definitely over here, we could say that the person responsible, it's not a Shagig curve Lamezid, this is a regular Shagig case. Okay. What about this case? Right? So it's, I don't know, one of these Shabbos protests or something like that. You throw a rock in Rishon Sarabim. Vaharag, now why? What bigger shagig karvel amazing if you throw a rock into a group of people? Obviously, you're going to kill somebody. You're not a miskavin retzicha, so you know, we're not going to, we're not going to kill you. We're not going to give you science. But lamaisa, you shouldn't be able to go to Golas according to Rava. The Yibayla Asukei Taiti B'Shus Ram Shchichi Inchi V'Katani Arayze Golas still says you go to Golas. I'm of Shmuel Yitzchak. Precise Reskaisa. No, no, it doesn't mean you threw a rock. Obviously, if you throw a rock into Shmuel, you're a shaker. Karv Lamezid, you do not have an opportunity to go to Golis. Over here, when it said you threw a rock, meant you knocked a wall down. Okay, so still, more does that happen? So you buy the unit. Still, if you knock a wall down and there's people there, you're still shaker. Karv Lamezid. You're breaking it down at night. So So what if it's night? There could be people walking. No, it's not a question of night or day. You broke it down into the backside of your house, which goes to a garbage dump or an empty area, and therefore there's no reason for anybody to be there. And therefore, if someone's there, it's a shagging. But it's not a shagging from the because I had no idea there should be people there. What's the nature of this garbage? Because in a garbage dump, there also used to, people would go there to go to the bathroom. That's what their bathrooms were, in the dumps. So, if the people go there, so you're amazing. Mazid or Shagig Karv Lamazid. Vidalash Kiki Rabbim, then you're an Ernest Gummer. He's not even a Shagig. You don't even have to go to Golas at all. So Rav Papa Tzricha, El of Ashba, Sur the Panas Balayla, Venus Sur the Panas Biyam. It's a place that, it's not such a private place. So during the night, people use it, but they don't use it during the day. The Ika, the Mikavi Yosef, sometimes in the day, if you're stuck, you have no other place to go, you go there. So Mazid, Loy Haber, Dana Sur the Panas Biyam. You can't consider the person who knocks the wall down a Mamisha Shagig Karv Lamazid, because he doesn't really expect people to be there during the day. But he's not a total accident. He knows sometimes people come, and therefore this would be a regular case of shagig, and regular case of shagig, you'd be high of gold. So we're still sticking with Rav Svara that a shagig karav lemezid does not go to gold. And that's what Rabbi Yossi was saying, that if the person is in the, uh, the carpentry shop 
and he knows he's there, and he chops the wood, you're a shaggy carved amazing, and you cannot go to Gults. Says the Gemara, He actually learned this Gemara the opposite way. And that when Yaisi said that you're not going to Gullus, he wasn't going on the second case where the person was there, Bereshus. He was going on the first case when he's there, Shaloi Bereshus. Meaning, He learned in that case, he died in the case. Then you're going to be Potter. And I'm going to be in terms of Daladvarim, you're still responsible. You're considered a Pasher. When you're chopping wood, you need to be looking around to see who's around you. In terms of being Chayvet Hezek. But you're Potter Migolus. Why? Now, this only makes sense, Taisa explains, if you're going with the other Svara. Not the Svara of Shegat Karvel In this case, you're not a Shegat Karvel The person did not belong in your shop. Rather, it's a Svara of Yar. You're only Chayv outside in the Yar. You're only Chayv outside in the Shasarabim. You're not Chayv inside the house, period. There is no Din Golis. And this is like more of a case of that. If you say you're potter from Gauls in the Seifa, so called Again, go and get the Svar of Yar, so it really makes no difference whether you're allowed to be there or not allowed to be there. It makes no difference. At the, the end of the day, we're going to say if you're potter, you're potter, because you, you belong in only Chayev Gauls outside. But if you say you're potter in the first case of La Seifa, then we could say that maybe in the first case where the guy doesn't belong in your house, you're potter from Gauls, you're an but in the Sefer, where the guy is allowed to be inside the shop, then maybe you're not an Oynist, and you're a Shege, and you are Chayv Gols. So again, it depends on sort of what the reason here, Tyson says is. Are we focusing on the reason of Yar? Then you're going to be Potter always if it's inside the house. If we're focusing on how responsible you are, well then it could be you're an Oynist, and you're Potter from Gols. Could be you're Shege, and you're Chayv Gols. Or it could be you're Shege, Karv Lamezid, in which case you're not allowed to go to Gols. You can have all three options. Can you use the Gemara? Are you Chayv Golos in that case? If you go into a blacksmith's, a fire a spark flies out and kills somebody who potter, so he says the blacksmith is potter. Now, even if he goes in Bereshus, the person is allowed to be there, the blacksmith is potter. Now why? You just said if the person goes into the thing, I'm going to be, I'm going to be Chayv Golos. Over here it says he's potter from Golos. We're talking about an apprentice. An apprentice is there, and therefore you're not chayef for killing the apprentice. You just allowed to kill apprentices? Like, why you allowed to kill this guy? If you're chayef and goes, you're chayef and goes. No, it's not an intern. Intern's right there. We're talking about what the rabbi said, get out. I'm doing something dangerous now, get out. So lots of And he doesn't go out, and then you, try, and then you do the blacksmith, and you burn him, and you kill him. So what? You told him to leave. He didn't listen. So you're allowed to kill him? Even if he's an intern, and even if you tell him to leave, Lamaisa, you're not allowed to kill him. What, what right do you have to say you're putter from Golis? The answer is because once you told him to leave, you thought he left. And therefore you weren't looking, and therefore you're going to be putter from Golis. It's an onus. So what's the difference if it's an intern, which is a regular person? If you told him to leave, maybe you have an expectation that he left. Just another person who comes into your shop, and you tell him to leave, he's going to listen. Right, he's not afraid of you. He doesn't care. He wants to see what you're doing. But hi, you say I must have rabbi. This intern, he knows he's going to lose his internship if he doesn't listen to you. So you have an expectation that he left. If you have an expectation that he left. Fine. So one more piece says the Gemara. So now we have two versions of Rabbi Yosi Lach. Rabbi Yosi said you're putter from Golos. We have two versions of the Arnis, or because you're too high. Rabbi Zvimni said the Rabbi Masni Allah. He learned Rabbi Yosi's statement on the following Allah. It says in the pasuk. It says in the passage, So a person was chopping wood, the handle or the piece of wood flew out, found the person's head, and killed him. We darshan. 
if the person who died, the victim, put his head in the way, then you're not going to be Chayev Golis. What's the case? You throw a rock, and there's nobody there. And then this person sticks his head out the window after the rock was out of your hand. The kibble on the rock hit his head, potter. Then the chayv, you're going to be potter. That's not a case of golos. That's a total oinus case. And I'm going to be you you're potter me golos because of this gzeres akosuf, but you are chayv in our You have to be careful when you throw rocks. Someone could stick their head out of anywhere. If it's a place where people could be, you will be chayv. Again, not baishas, but you're chayv as a mazik. So, if you learn to be Isis Halach over here, you're Potter from Golos over here, Kol Shekain Akamaisa. So, for sure, you're going to be Potter in the first case where you go into a store where you saw the person there, you saw the person there, you should be careful. So, therefore, Rabbi Yaisi says you're going to be Chayev over here from Arba uh, Dvarim. For sure, you're going to be Chayev in the case where he goes into the store. Golos should be Potter, but Arba Dvarim, you will be Chayev. Said, in the first case, you're going to be chayv and arbedvarim when you go into the store because the person, whether you were there or shus or not, the person saw you. If he saw you, he's a mazik. But of a hacha patel over here it could be that when you stick your head out, when you throw a rock and there was nobody there and then the person stuck his head out, it could be you're not even a mazik. So we have over here a fundamental machlaikis. If a person throws a rock and there was nobody there, and then the person stuck his head out the window after the rock was ready into the air. According to the first version of the Gemara, you're going to be a mazik in that case. You should be chayv. According to the second version of the Gemara, you're potter. It's machlaik is over here. What that means, potter from hezik or potter from arba dvar. The Rav Shanim said that you're potter legamri. There's a total, absolute earnest, and not just an earnest, but it's contributory negligence on behalf of the behalf of the nizik for sticking his head out, and therefore you're going to be totally potter. That's machlaik. Because we come out in terms of golos, we have those three cases. Legamri Oynes Potter, Shegeh where you're Chayev, and Shegeh Kerbal Amazing where you're not going to be Chayev according to Rav at all. Not have, not, not, not be Chayev, not have the opportunity at all to go to Golos. In terms of Hezek, each case has to be evaluated whether you're going to be considered a Mazik or not. Okay.